I want to be in love, but I'm afraid it won't solve all my problems like I want it to. I masturbate to pictures of Civil War soldiers. I don't care about recycling, but I pretend I do. He's running away to follow his dreams. Part of me is wishing he fails so we can live our mind. I believe I'll accomplish something truly great in this lifetime. I'm going to be 53 tomorrow. I am contemptuous with the others, so it hurts less when they are indifferent to me. My friends and family think I'm this sweet and innocent girl, but they don't know I've posted nude photos of myself on the internet. Most people believe that I should hate them for hurting me, but I don't. I hate them most for making me think I deserved it. I hope he burns in hell. I take extreme measures to poop in solitude. <laughs> True that. I'm more addicted to going to juvie than to the drugs that put me there. That was cute. Yeah. That was real cute. That was. Yeah. Um, those were Post Secrets. Mm -hmm. So there's a book called Post Secret <laughs> where just folks, I don't know how they got this address. It's in Germantown, Maryland. 1335, I'm sorry, 13345. Copper Ridge Road, Germantown, Maryland, 20874. That was the address, and people were tasked with just sending a postcard. Mm. Anonymous. Can you still send some? I'm sure. Ooh, I can send a little something juicy. The, the address is the title of the book, so okay. I'm, I would hope. Maybe we <laughs> I can hope somebody's some auntie not living there, because can you imagine you her imagine? answering? Oh my goodness. She gonna answer Somebody all at your church? <laughs> like, bitch, <laughs> what could these people send me? <laughs> Auntie, is she answering back? Okay. Okay, and she gonna have some wisdom for that ass, <laughs> right? So shout out to Post Secret. Yeah. Um, what's up? Good to see you. That's and cute. Another week. Yes. Welcome, guys. Welcome to another week of the Hung Up Podcast, where you may take extreme measures to poop in solitude. You wouldn't be the only one. Okay. <laughs> right. That was, I was like, yeah. I was like, okay, okay, I can vibe with that. <laughs> Or if you um, low-key don't want to see your boyfriend or your girlfriend go off and be successful because you want to keep them to yourself. Mm, oppression, okay? It's but we'll never. <laughs> yes. But there are a lot of people in relationships who act just like that. Yeah. Okay. You don't want Bay to go 200 miles, 3,000 miles, mm -hmm. anywhere. Oh, no, baby. Don't go, to, go, don't go get that master's degree. Or don't you go to that job. Right. Or, hey! or like the postcard, you cheer Ooh. them on, but low key inside, you're like, I hope this bitch don't get this right. job. Like, I, I hope you get denied from that school. Right. Or I hope oh. you hate it and you come right back. Help us, Holy Ghost. Who are you sleeping with at night? Okay. The things we do to yeah. cling on to somebody. To somebody. But you know, yeah. whether or not you choose to live out that oppression, we'll never hang out on, hang out on you. Hang up on you. <laughs> As always, friends, I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I-A-M-P-R-Y-A-M. And I'm Eric, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at E. Dante Cole. Find us both chickens on Instagram and Twitter. Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little choked up. Instagram and Twitter at HungUpPod. That's H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. And on Facebook.com at Facebook.com slash HungUpPod.
Yes, sir. And thank you for your emails, all your love, all your support. Continue to send that to hungopod at gmail.com. Yes, and thank you guys so much for your ratings. Apparently our nagging works because we saw an increase in the ratings and reviews. So keep them coming on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, anywhere that you can find a man who... Let's see. Oh, my goodness. Where you can find a man who you'll meet at a cookout and who'll dick you down. (laughs) Okay. Is that wishful thinking for the weeks to come? I'm wishing on a star. To follow. To follow where you are. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, I'm wishing on a dream. Okay. To find out what it means. Amen. This is what we're doing tonight. This is exactly what we're doing tonight. And this okay. episode was brought to you by Red Stripe. Big up on yourself. We're bringing it back to the highlands. All right. <laughs> nice. Me love it, you know. Love little Red Stripe. <laughs> yeah. And um, I guess who sponsored us tonight is Go Puff. Yes. Some of you may have heard of the app. They, they are not sponsoring the episode. <laughs> they just um, provided us libation. Yeah. And some other things that I needed. It's a it's an app that you can download on your phone and get your order on. Yes. So that's what's up. So yeah. So clink clink to that. Clink clink. Clink your back. Good to see you. Good How to see you? you too. I'm really good. Um tired as always, but that's kind of just where my life is right now. But always, right. I'm great. Like um, rest, what is that? What is no, honestly, what is that? <laughs> like this weekend, I decided to pick up an extra shift because remember, I am a single mother with three kids. Right, 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 right. But that shift was like seven o'clock in the morning. I got in my house at like two a.m. So you know, you can do that math. I slept for like three-ish hours, and then got back at it. The fact that you got shift. up was a miracle. Oh, just like my Lord and Savior, I got up. <laughs> All right. I got up early Sunday morning. Yeah. All right. Because I would have still been laying there had it been me. When they rolled that stone back, I would have still been laying there. <laughs> because, like, girl, listen, roll that shit back. <laughs> because that's like, it's the rhythm. Um, not the rhythm, but the, your sleep pattern. Like, circadian rhythm. Mm. Go ahead. Listen, on. Go ahead but on. when I saw <laughs> that those hours I need to put in would hit my check ins and savings, I got up. Okay. Listen, money will get that. Money will up. get you up. I, okay. I, I agree with that. Um, But apart from that, you know, this week has been good. I've learned, like, a major lesson. And honestly, like, peace and love. The lesson was peace and love. It's, like, the goal. It's It really is the goal. So um, just a little transparency. Um, Just a little. Just a little. Okay. We're in what? June? Happy June 1st, everyone. Or happy June. Right. We're basically in June. It's summer. So I can say for, like, six months, I've kind of, months, I've distanced myself from someone who, like, really meant a lot to me right and I I can honestly say like it was because of things that I was kind of processing and things that I was kind of going through and like this week something kind of came over me where it was kind of just like look you're either going to truly care about this individual or completely be done like the middle ground just doesn't work well for me right and so honestly I I chose love I chose to reach out Um, I'm excited for us to build I'm excited for us to, you know, get back to where we were. Um, And it feels just really good. So the lesson this week is love is the answer. Love is the answer. And choosing love don't mean there aren't some things to discuss, right? But even in that, 
when I wanted to like you can walk in love and still yeah. like yo we got some things we gotta work out and still mm-hmm. enter into that type of space with love but like, even when I think about bringing those things up I'm just like is that really going to make the situation better? Am I doing that to feed ego? Or am I really right. doing that to bring resolution? Just sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And a part of me right now is feeling like it's not worth it. Like, if you really, excuse me, if you really love this individual and you actually care about building something, sometimes you just kind of let shit go and say, it is what it is. But what does that have to do with us? You know? Right. So, right. Hey. What about you? Eric is very sensitive to outside noise, everyone, and he's Um, literally having a meltdown. Not just Eric, but a lot of people are saying, especially when they're listening to podcasts, like you you see it. You you don't go uh, Twitter. You the one telling me to keep my eye on the streets, like especially um, you know following um, just different people who podcasts like. Eric's not the only person that, you know, gets annoyed when they're listening to a podcast and there's like background noise. So I'm just trying to respect like. We can yeah, only because there are people who don't, people who do, people who are kind of in the middle ground. Maybe don't give a fuck, but mm. um, whatever. Uh, well, we can actually in. only control what we can control. Check in for me. Okay. What I controlled this week, so I kind of just reorganized my space here at mm. home a little bit. Um, mostly unpacking things and organizing mm. because. You know, I just moved into this apartment really not that many months ago. Yeah. And there were still like one one or two boxes that I didn't really get to. Um, so got that together, rearranged my bedroom. So just trying to change up the energy in the space, like in my in my home, to kind of like impact how I feel when I'm at home so I can get that recharge to go at, to go to work especially like work mm-hmm. <laughs> work has been very different for me these past like four and a half weeks um, so I've had to focus in a different way think in a different way so feng shui right it's this idea of like energy in your home and it kind of like encompasses like all these, I'm not an expert, but it kind of encompasses all these different things like colors, um, the elements and shapes. Mm-hmm. But in regards to like my situation, I had to switch my bed around because how the apartments are set up here, my bedroom wall where my headboard was literally next to my neighbor's living room and kitchen area because it's like an open concept for like all the apartments so in the morning i was getting woken up (laughs) a lot with her playing her music you know i could hear conversations on the phone like the walls are really thin so that was really the reason why i was like yo i'm gonna like twist my bed around but in thinking of that i'm like yo i know that there's this idea of like feng shui and so I looked it up. So I turned my bed west. So my head is facing west. And according to this idea of feng shui, when you face your bed west, you create the best conditions for a night's sleep. Um, west kind of provides contentment. But you have to kind of, you have to be careful with that because too much contentment can lead to laziness, drowsiness. Not getting my ass up in the morning <laughs> when I need to, having to set like all these alarms, like you know, so there's good and there's bad. 
So I just thought that was cool. I, I have enjoyed like moving my space around, unpacking things, just feeling like my home is lighter, right? And allow you to see things, you know, maybe a little differently, which we'll get into a little bit more um, later. And um, I just wanted to shout out um, Ali Glean on Instagram. I actually know her. She posted this post today. You look happier is the best compliment you can receive. Well, I'll say one of the one of the best compliments you can receive. Um, I just wanted to shout that out because I've been getting that a lot lately. Um, you know, just mainly from people that I interact with on a day to day basis, um, mostly like my colleagues. Mm -hmm. um, I've been getting that a lot lately, and I have to agree. You know, I it, it does feel good to to hear that. Nice. Um, so again. This whole week for me has been about, you know, an energy shift. And it's been, it's been really good. So that's really my check-in. But there's another piece to that, um, to my check-in, that's going to really tie into the topic. Mm -hmm. So besides my whole feng shui and <laughs> the Alley Gleam Instagram post, I, I wanted to talk about the situation that happened to me Tuesday morning at work. Because it actually is going to be the topic. Mm -hmm. for tonight so I came into work Tuesday morning touched base with a colleague about some work that needed to be done and she mentioned to me that she heard I was at a particular meeting last week and was wondering like Eric what's the tea what's the story behind that right so I looked at her and I said I wasn't at that meeting <laughs> so just to kind of give some context to that right now there are some I'll just say competing objectives between folks that are way above my pay grade. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of conversation being had about, you know, just where some of my priorities are supposed to be right now while this project is going on. Mm -hmm. So that particular meeting that she asked me, you know, that she told me that she heard that I was at, uh, was a meeting that I was actually asked not to go to. So that's why she even, like, approached me with it, right? So it wasn't that... The whole incident was kind of weird, right? Because I wasn't at this meeting, even though there was a rumor going around that I was. That didn't bother me as much because I knew I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. So, and if anyone had asked me, I could easily prove that by some way because I wasn't physically there. Someone, someone else would be able to attest to that or I could, you know, show that I was working on something else at that particular time. It wasn't that that bothered me so much, but it was really just that, you know, people make a lot of assumptions about you or, you know, maybe around a, some particular idea and they move forward with that. <laughs> and they kind of, you know, she just came to me and told me that. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people make these kind of assumptions about you, not disclosing that to you. And mm -hmm. it shapes how they treat you, how they interact with you, how they approach you, whether they do it consciously or subconsciously. So bringing this all like full circle lately, you know, I've just been really trying to think outside of my own personal box and see things a little differently. And this, you know, I, I even talked about this a little bit last week, you know, just trying to have a shift mm. of, you know, how I, how I see things. And, you know, Marianne Williamson, my, my homegirl, she said a shift in perception is, you know, really a miracle. So 
this whole incident, like I said, really, you know, just kind of opened up this topic that I wanted to bring here. Right. I feel like I'm being redundant. Not bad, y'all. I'm a little, little faded. <laughs> I had um, more than this red stripe before you got here. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I wanted to. In this idea of perception, this lady, her name is Heidi Grant Halverson, and she she wrote this book called No One Understands You and What to Do About It. She's like this guru on this idea. It's called Science of Perception. Right. So I wanted to just share with you um, some comments that she made in a sit-down interview that she did not too long ago um, and just get your feedback on it. Because I think this whole idea of perception is really quite a phenomenon Mm -hmm. because what we see is really like 5% of what's really going on. Sure, sure. You know, but we really rely heavily on our sight and really all of our senses to kind of gather information, to make decisions, to make moves, Mm -hmm. you know, to to do different things or not to do things. But it's still only that 5%, right? Right. So Heidi writes, or she said, like I said, it was like a sit-down interview, we are a lot harder to read than we imagine we are. If you think about all the things that you have access to when you're kind of understanding your own behavior, because in our mind, you know, we have every way, shape, and form to justify whatever it is that we want to justify. Sure. So we have our ways of understanding our own behavior. And she goes on to say, you know, you know what you're thinking, you know what you're feeling, you know what your intentions are. Other people don't have access to any of those things. So what they have at best is kind of looking at your behavior, listening to what you're saying, and then, of course, interpreting that in some way and really guessing at what you're thinking and feeling and what you're attending. And then she goes on to say, sometimes they guess right, (laughs) but a lot of times they guess wrong. And a part of the problem is we often really don't understand how our behavior reads and what it is, you know, that other people see, like with me in the, in the sound outside you know, perfect example. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how I came off. You know what I mean? Like she said, sometimes you really don't understand how your behavior reads and yeah. what other people see. And it's all about just, you know, how we, how we process things. I think that's really important. And I think so many times we forget that people are not really... They don't get all that we're processing, right? They're, they're not privy to all that we're going through. They don't see, like, the situations that we're playing, like, over and over and over again in our head and, like, how we've justified what behavior is the right behavior. Like, I'm even thinking about my check-in and, like, you know, it's been months that I've reached out to, like, this particular person and, you know, even... You know, when just telling that person, you know, yo, I just want to, you know, get back to where we were. He was just like, don't worry, you've been busy. Little does he know, right? It's not just me being busy. I'm over on this side processing, like, various levels of hurt that he was not even privy to. So that even, you know, influenced me even more to be like, why are you carrying this? This nigga don't even know, like, what you're experiencing until you say something. I think a lot of people feel like that. Yeah. Because a lot of us experience a lot of things that... Let's let's just face it. Most people won't have access to, or they, they have, won't yeah, know. They won't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like as far, especially as far as experiences go, mm-hmm. that you know may shape our mood or our current status or our current availability. Mm-hmm. You know, 
everyone doesn't have access to going off of what um, Heidi was saying. Everyone doesn't have access to those things. And so it's just like, I think it's important that we try to give each other the, the benefit of the doubt and try to keep that in mind as much as possible because we're human. And it trips up so many of our relationships, right? Because like on the person who does have access to everything, it's just like it influences your behavior. And right. so you're just like, well, I'm acting this way because of X, Y, Z. You should get this message. You should get And then they don't message. get the message right. because they're attributing your behavior to X, Y, Z else, right. Right? right? right. And then it's just like, well, then why do I even fuck with you? You know what I mean? So it's just like... Yeah, if we would just and, so, and how many take a relationship breakdowns have happened sure. over just over that? Sure, which is really just is seriously a miscommunication. It's a misunderstanding. It's a misunderstanding. That's really what it is. And what we have to get to a place of understanding is like the other person won't get that, won't understand. I'm using understand mm-hmm. a lot. The other person won't understand until we make it clear. Until we bring what's ever going on inside out verbally, if we find it necessary to bring. So just snowballing off of some of the ideas that you just brought up, Heidi um, said in another part of the interview, she said, yeah, I see your behavior and I hear your words, but also in in that mix are things like assumptions that I've made about you. Mm -hmm. Some of them may be based on my past experience with you. Some of them based on things like your gender, your age, what you look like, the type of clothes you wear. And those expectations, again, totally unconsciously, really shape the way that we we see other people mm. and this and it, and i and i and I, the line that i agreed with the most was you know also in the mix or, or assumptions that i've made about you so what the human mind the way it works is that we try to it tries to fill in those unknown gaps sure. right so we 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 make assumptions about people that have not been confirmed. But we make that assumption because we make, our brain doesn't know what else to think when mm-hmm. it comes to that particular topic. Sure. So we make an assumption about them and that assumption is based on past experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, or maybe she, she mentioned <laughs> some other stuff like what kind of clothes you wear and that kind of triggered me a little bit like, hold up. Because yeah. <laughs> those are issues that we deal with in our community, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, I guess in some instances, it's, it's it's real, you know, your gender, your age, what you look like. I really um, like people that. People do make assumptions based on those type of things. Mm-hmm. I like that past experience with you, right? Because then you can really see how these assumptions are made, right? So if you and I hang out, not you and I, but imaginary you, right? Mm-hmm. And You and I be imaginary. I'm, I'm right here. <laughs> and, and I perceive you to be like <laughs> outspoken to kind of express how you feel like in the moment to X, Y, Z. If you don't say anything, but you're processing all of this craziness, I'm, I am going to attribute it to something else. Like, let me make it a little realer. Back to like the check-in, right? I'm pretty sure the person with whom I'm like rebuilding relationship with again has perceived me over the years that we've known each other as someone who's just like, all right. I'm feeling X, Y, Z way. Because we've had, we've had moments before where I'm just like, this is how I feel. How do we process this? How do we move forward? So for me to kind of just like pull back completely, of course you would attribute it to everything else under the sun except for like shit that I'm dealing with between us, right? Right. 
Because you would expect me to come to you with that shit. And that Maybe I'm reading myself in this situation. But it's a great Maybe example because it's like, I think it speaks to a lot of people's experience. Yeah. And I feel like that being in a position that you're describing is really frustrating. It's really frustrating when you feel like, you know, it's just like, why don't you understand? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or it's like, or not even understand or whatever it why is why won't you it's even just, for me it was like why won't you even inquire whatever the why is why right. I like it's disappear right but we we ask ourselves a lot of whys about sure. people's actions or lack thereof um and it's crazy that we don't ask them the why we just ask ourselves and sit in that what is that about we punk ass bitches <laughs> or we're maybe we're afraid of the actual answer the truth well, that's that. That's the truth. Yeah, <laughs> that's the truth. A lot of us would rather live a lie or be told a lie, mm-hmm. or told, be told the truth. Sit in what we the story that we've already created instead of having that story Which is challenge. A lie. Yeah, or know? yeah, potentially a lie. Right? No. Yeah. Um. So another tidbit that I wanted to point out. She says part of the problem is that we all tend to believe that we see things as they are. So. I mentioned earlier it being kind of like this weird phenomenon that's just kind of crazy because it, what she said, if you really break that down, it's kind of like crazy that how we see things is not how they are. Like, mm-hmm. But it goes back to that 5%, right? We have a very small frame of reference when you are looking at the grand scheme of things, right? This, you know, it's kind of rhythm that the whole globe you know we are all kind of participating in on an international level just it's a very small part of the whole the big picture of what you know everything that's going on and i just think that's kind of like interesting she goes on to say there's sort of this one-to-one relationship between what you're doing and what i'm seeing mm-hmm. the reality is actually that you're what you're doing i'm sorry the reality is there's what you're doing, and then there's a whole bunch of other stuff that gets put in the mix in your brain, very much unconsciously, that lends meaning to what you're doing. So again, going back to everything's not exactly what it seems because what our brain does in making our reality is make it makes connections to other things right. that may or may not necessarily have happened, or maybe they happened in the past and it's not happened currently. I think I read that somewhere. That the brain uses your memories to make sense of what you're seeing right now. Sure. And I think we actually talked about that a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. So the past is kind of mixed up in what we're seeing right now. Our lived experience tailors how we view the world, right? So like the and things that we've yeah. gone through, the traumas we've gone through, the upsets, the good times, they all kind of shape our interactions presently and in the future. So It really yeah. does. Um, and, I, and I know personally... Interactions and perceptions. Mm-hmm. And I can just say, like, personally, this has been something that I've struggled with in that, um, it's especially, like, my relationships with my friends mm-hmm. just over the, over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, really not, and part of it is really me, um, not using my voice to really kind of set the standard <laughs> mm-hmm. of what I want to be heard or what to want to be seen or whatever the case is. And, I, and I'll talk about that really in my, in my final thoughts. But um, 
you know, I've, I've dealt with that. So, like, this topic was really personal to me. Yeah. Because I've struggled with this. And I'm sure, you know, some of the listeners you have, too. Um, where you, you struggle sometimes in your, in your friendships or your relationships, whatever the case is. You know, because you really just feel misunderstood. I've used that word several times on this podcast that growing up and even in my adult life, I feel often, you know, misunderstood. But that has been kind of slowly dissipating because just going back to using your voice, um, you have to really say sometimes what you're thinking and what you're intending. Mm-hmm. Uh, because people are making assumptions that you may or may not be aware of. And now you over here frustrated about some shit that really all you need to do is say something to potentially, it may not shift how that person thinks Mm -hmm. totally, maybe just a little bit, you know what I mean? But I think there's power in using your voice to try to shape some of these um, relationships. Sure. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Mm Mm-mm. I think this is cool. And that was really my final thought. Um, you know, we're not always aware of how we impact other people. That was something else that I just wanted to say in a good way and a bad. Because remember, we're only seeing that 5%. So we are impacting other people's lives knowingly and unknowingly. And I think that's powerful, too. I, I took that away from this conversation. Uh, we're also not fully aware of what mountains are being moved or placed in front of us, you know, by other people who may want to see us fail or succeed. Mm-hmm. There's just so much that we don't see, even though we really, you know, like I said, we depend on our sight and, our, and, our, and, our, and all of our senses to gain knowledge and information about who we are and the people that we love and all the things that are going on around us. So that's it. I just, I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, it was light. <laughs> yeah. And I hope everyone kept up and um, enjoyed it as well. But I think it's something to really give everyone something to think about, especially in regards to how you interact with people. It's not, I really feel like it has nothing to do with other people. It really has, has to do with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So let's take a quick break and we'll be. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back. And we are going to jump into Hung Music. Um, this week, P. Ryan, I have fallen back into Jill Scott's first album, which I often do from time to time. You know how you revisit Absolutely. albums that spoke to you <laughs> or touched you in, the, in a different way in, or in multiple ways. Um, who is Jill Scott? <laughs> that came out in the year 2000. That was her first album. Uh, you have any favorite songs off, off of that um, that you can think of? Mm-mm. I like the whole body of work. It was really good. With her little poem. Volume one. Yeah. I like uh, Slowly Shirley. Okay. Nice. And I also went back and listened to her most recent album, Woman. I really like the pause interlude. I tweeted some of those lyrics out uh, this week. It was like, hey, it's me. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm calling to schedule. A very necessary breakdown. (laughs) And I like cruising, too. I like her. So shout out to Jill Scott. She is, P. Ryan, she's an artist that I have yet to see live, but I really want to. Is she going to be at the Roots Picnic, which is this Saturday, so yesterday, for those who listen when the show releases on Sunday? I don't know. I'll have to find out after we stop taping. That's a good idea. 
And uh, for hung music, I wanted to shout out Tierra Wack. T I E R R A. And she's Wack. everything but. Right. Um, I, I wanted to shout her out. She's a Philadelphia native. And I just discovered her, even though homegirl been out for a little bit. She's, yeah. been, she's been doing her thing. What attracted to me is that she's kind of weird. <laughs> I've, but that's just me. I've always been drawn to awkwardness. Yeah. Um, she can do you know different things with her voice, and she also has a wide octave. Um, so I just wanted to play a few seconds of one of my favorite tracks, um, Child Please. So she's dope. Very cute. You guys should check her out. I don't think that was actually the song I wanted to tease. <laughs> but you guys can look her up, or many of you probably already have heard of her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I saw some pictures of her. Again, it's, it's the visual for me. I, that's how I'm, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Stimulated. I saw some pictures of her. She was in some overalls and she had a shotgun. I saw another picture of her where she had on some shoes that were made out of bread, like straight up Subway bread. Sandwiches? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, y'all should, if you don't, if you haven't heard about, heard her, heard about her, <laughs> check her out. She also has um, a couple other songs I really like, Fuck Off, Hooters, and I like Pull Up On You, which is a new single that she recently put out. So, shout out to Tierra Wack. Because, nice. like you said, P. Ryan, she's everything but. Mm -hmm. What about you? Any any hung music? Yeah, so I just wanted to give a quick shout out to one of my favorite artists out there, Jessie J. Um, she recently released an album, and the way she did it was super, super neat. So it's an album of 12 tracks, but she broke it up into four sections. So the entire album is called Rose, but she released it in... She can sing. In, like, four as I said, four segments, and it had, like, four acronyms. Or, like, had Rose was an acronym. Excuse me. I don't know what I'm saying. So R was for Realizations. That was one album she put out with, like, four songs. O was Obsessions. S was Sex. And E was Empowerment. And the four parts really take you on a journey. And I just... This is a kind of... It's the same Jessie J sound, but she's straying away from, like, the pop feel mm -hmm. and really got into some, like, R&B with, like... A mix of gospel like heavy gospel chords were in that album and so i uh, loved 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 it and i can't stop listening my favorite of the four segments though i will say it's, e it's either between well i can't even say i like it all i like all four really r-o-s cool. and e i'm gonna have to check that out and what was the name of the album it was called rose okay yeah spotify Apple, everywhere all, you, anywhere things. you can find a man who will buy you that album. <laughs> That's dope. Shout yes. out to Jesse J. All right, um, let's move right on. Let's to hanging up or hung up. You want to go hung first? Hung up or hang up? I'll go first. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to say, I'm again. Just shout out to Philly. Uh, this episode, I've been shouting out a lot of Philly folk. Well, not really. Just this will be the second. Um, <laughs> Shout out to uh, Richard Jenkins, 18-year-old here from, from Philadelphia. Um, he made the news. He went from being homeless to getting a full scholarship to Harvard. Nice. And his story was just really inspiring. I was up late one night, and it came on Fox 29, local news station here in Philly. 
And I just wanted to shout him out. It's very impressive. And it, you know, it was reminiscent of our first guest, Mate, yeah. who also was homeless and overcame. So this um, came up. I just wanted to shout him out. He you know, went from living on the streets to really not having anything um, at the age of, I believe he was 16, when he was, um, when he was, I'm sorry, in sixth grade, he was homeless. So, you know, since, you know, being a very young man, he's been living on the streets, and now he is on his way, full ride to Harvard. Well, first of all, he got in. That's really, you know, the <laughs> the testimony. Um, so just shout out to him. I'm yes. hung up on Mr. Richard Jenkins. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out. Black excellence. Black excellence. What about you, P. Ryan? Three words. Red table talk. So Jada Pinkett, Willow Smith, and her mama, uh, Jada's mama, have been taking me all the way in with their Red Table Talk series. It started off with them talking about um, like blended families. That came out on Mother's Day. Then the next episode talked about like loss. Every time I watch it, I find myself tearing up. Jada, Willow, and Jada's mama. Mm. Uh, I'm so sad that I forgot Jada's mama's name, but you know Jada's mama. She looks, she's like in her upper age, but she looks 35. They're, they're amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. And I, I love the conversation that they bring weekly. I hope it comes, it becomes like a real series, like on, not real, because it is a real series, but like a series picked up by like Netflix or something because- Where is it now? We deserve. Where is it? Did it's you on mention? Facebook. It's on Facebook, got it. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's like only, a Facebook Live kind of thing? Um, No, it's like a, it's an actual like taped thing that okay. they release here and there. And they have like a Facebook Live- um follow-up like after show okay because i've and heard of the i feel like i've heard of the facebook live yeah time. it's yeah. really really dope and i would mm-hmm. recommend it to anybody who's you know just looking to listen to great conversation mm-hmm. yeah p ryan is full of good recommendations tonight y'all music, i hope so music and yeah <laughs> yeah all right, guys. Well, this was another episode of the Hunger Podcast. I need to go. <laughs> As always, I am P Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I am P R Y A N. You can find me, Eric, on Instagram and Twitter at E Dante Cole. Find us both on Instagram and Twitter at H U N G U P P O D, Facebook.com slash Hung Up Pod. And as always, send your loves and your emails, your comments, your feedback, your stories. If you want us to read them, um, if you need help, Guidance, suggestions, tough love. Send all that to hungapod at gmail.com. Yes, and thank you guys for your ratings. Just because you gave a couple now, don't mean you should stop. Keep them coming yeah. on Apple Podcasts, it Google don't take Play, that long for SoundCloud. You to do it. it really don't. SoundCloud, Stitcher, anywhere that you can find a man that you can reconnect with. Amen. Amen. All right. Peace out, y'all. Until next week. Bye. Hey, it's me. I'm calling to schedule a nervous No, make that necessary breakdown. I won't be answering anything. I'll be so busy with my knees on the ground and my hands up towards the clouds, confessing out loud.